0: Welcome to A New Testament Journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. 1 Peter 3 Wives, in the same way submit yourselves to your own husbands so that, if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behaviour of their wives when they see the purity and reverence of your lives. Your beauty shouldn't come from outward adornment, such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewellery or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. For this is the way the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to adorn themselves. They submitted themselves to their own husbands, like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her Lord. You are her daughters if you do what is right. And do not give way to fear. Husbands, in the same way be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Finally, all of you, be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Don't repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, Repay evil with blessing, because to this you were called, so that you may inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Don't fear their threats, don't be frightened, but in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience, so that those who speak maliciously against your good behaviour in Christ May be ashamed of their slander. For it is better, if it is God's will, to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. After being made alive, he went and made proclamation to the imprisoned spirits, to those who were disobedient long ago, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built. In it only a few people, eight in all, were saved through water, and this water symbolises baptism that now saves you also, not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience towards God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels, authorities and powers in submission to him.
1: In the last chapter, we exiles were reminded that we were chosen in those grubby days of disconnection that light shines bright in our hearts. This beast of a man, I always imagined Peter to have been a... Big bloke for some reason. This beast of a man shows us how this light brightens even some of the most shadowy challenges we face. In the vineyard, we've summed up a common cause of these shadows people do people stuff. Some people, often people to whom we are very, very close, haven't yet believed the word and look down on the way we live. Other people, often people who have believed the word, are just plain evil to us. Husbands may be dismissive of our devotions. Bosses may bash us when we are blameless. Church members may crush our fragile dreams. These things do cast shadows onto our soul. If we are not careful, they can lead us into disillusionment and despair, anger and plotting of revenge. So Peter, this beast of a pastor, gives us the antidote. In your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. What he means by this is that we should actively lean on the shoulder of Jesus and respond to these shadows in the same way that he did. What did Jesus do? He lovingly died a thousand little deaths and then one big one because he knew he would be made alive in the spirit. If we think on this properly, And revere Jesus in our hearts, we will begin to trust that where He has gone, we will follow through suffering and then into God fueled resurrection. What this does is take away fear. What this does is remove our frightened thinking that when we are mistreated, it will be like that for eternity. That suffering will define us. It won't. Resurrection Will. And so we can put up with hardship. We can turn the other cheek when accused. We can even love our enemies and give gentle and loving responses to their demands. This kind of equation, people give us nasty stuff and we give them all kinds of lovely stuff, is the equation of the gospel. If we have the huge vision of God that Peter cast in chapter 1, and if we are certain that this huge God has chosen us, like Peter said in chapter 2, then living out this equation becomes not only possible, but normal. Jesus, the exalted king, gives us all the strength and all the stamina we need to be kind to people who are not kind to us. Here's a question for you to think about. When people are not kind to you, how do you respond?